What's up, my dudes? This is your host, Viet Duan, and you're listening to the BBYK Podcast, part of the BSPN Radio Network, your one-stop shop for sports, humor, and philosophical musings like just how big is Connor vs. Khabib. This is big. Like, Rocky big. But like, Rocky Four, The highest grossing sports movie ever until Sandra Bullock ruined everything with Blindside. Anyways, here's the redone synopsis for Connor uh, Four. Yeah, Connor Four. Title screen. Training montages commence. Here you have Connor Balboa a humble, soft-spoken, Irish whiskey business proprietor. After making a ton of money in his last fight, Connor looks to transition to a quieter life, selling proper 12 and being a family man. However, during an exhibition encounter, his friend and mentor, Artem Creed, was mercilessly cornered and interrogated by hulking Dagestani fighter Khabib Drago, who employs menacing turns of phrases like, I must rearrange face and send location. Connor vows payback and begins training with both fighters employing vastly different training methods. Khabib eats tons of tiramisu and trains to the dangerous point of injury at AKA, also known as American Kickboxing Academy. Along with punching slabs of meat with Polly White, Connor throws dollies at buses to improve both his cardio and ground game. One night, he drives around his green Lambo thinking to himself, damn, I'm rich, He returns home to his McMansion to find his girlfriend eating cake and waiting for him. D confronts Connor pleading with him to explain to her who exactly Jeremy Stevens is. Connor blows Dee off, calling her a giant bird. Dee counters by asking, why is he even doing this fight with Khabib? And Connor answers that he must. He owes it to Artem, the only guy to have ever lost and actually get into the UFC Tough House. Dee looks up at Connor and says, probably win. Saddened that his girlfriend said probably instead of definitely, Connor goes off to America to train at the UFC Performance Institute. He trains hard and soon, the night of the fight comes, and Khabib and Connor have a hard-fought or possibly one-sided match. Greatness is determined. Afterwards, Connor takes the mic to address the crowd. He says that if you can change, and I can change, then maybe somebody can tell me, Who the fuck is that guy? Who's going to win that fight? We'll get to that. In this special Cubby vs. Connor Ultimate Breakdown. I, th- I think we've talked about this before. I think Ferguson's actually a little trickier for Connor. So, very different. Especially if you have like an entire camp. If you have an entire yeah. camp training for a specialist. And I, I get that Connor's camp is all about making Connor the best Connor possible, not training for an opponent. I get that, but come on. Like, there's no way you went into a fight against Khabib and didn't, like, they even brought in, like, some high-level, like, you, you do have to game plan a bit. Like, I get, like, just improving yourself, but, right. I mean, you play to win. <laughs> All right, and on Please that note, uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna get this thing started. Uh, I'm joined by my two good friends. We got David BC Bridges, he's the one wearing the departed hat, and uh, the other one, Tyler Doborito. What's up, my dudes? The other one. I'm so loved. The other one. The other. I mean, <laughs> he's got the he's got the cool headphones. He's got the cool headphones. They light up um, mm-hmm. when he's when that's, he's mute. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So yeah, so I guess you're saying Tyler's the alternate. <laughs> Tyler's the alternate. Tyler's. Uh, he's the Tony Ferguson. 
I let, he's the Tony Ferguson of this trio. I let you. I let you, David. You get to decide uh, which one's which. Just kidding. Boom, McGregor. Khabib. So you're saying David's the one who comes in fat and can't make the fight? Then I just love tiramisu. David's so really, it winds really up does. being me and Viet for the title. He really does. He just loves for he just another loves interim it. title. Oh, man. oh gosh. Yeah. Actually, David, not much of a dessert guy. Like what? You like you like pie. I guess pie might be something yeah, that you yeah like I like like pecan pie. Pecan pie. That would be your downfall. Yeah. Have, yeah. Having an extra serving of pecan pie not make weight. <laughs> I'm also kind of sucker for donuts when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I don't consider donut yeah, a dessert though. Donuts. Just like yeah, it tastes breakfast, but it's yeah. basically dessert. Anyway, it is dessert. Yeah. <laughs> so and there you go. UFC. That's the breakdown. <laughs> That's the breakdown for uh, UFC <laughs> 229. Thank you all for listening. It's like a like a donut. Like a donut. Con- Connor's like a donut, you know. Yeah, getting... So apparently, Tim Hortons is totally missing out on the sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> it should be it should be proper twelve and Tim Hortons <laughs> on the canvas. Uh, they couldn't they couldn't land that when GSP was was on top. Maybe. Yeah. You need you need you need someone else. By the way, rest in pieces, your your other Canadian superstar, Rory McDonald. Sorry, my dude. <laughs> Look, that was a rough outing. Look, when you try to go take a fight with the guy's got like a good forty pounds on you, you're gonna lose. I know it wasn't really forty. Don't come at me. But, no, you know. I, no, no, no. I get you. I get when you. When has that ever worked out for a guy to go that further up in yeah. weight? When's that ever worked out for anyone? Um, Hendo, I, Connor. That's two off Connor the top of my head. Go that high up. I, I did think that maybe yeah. McDonald would have had a shot just because he does. He's a pretty big guy for a welter but some just you know saturday night when they stepped in the cage you go oh damn like it's this is a pretty obvious size discrepancy here um they it, put it, out the it, numbers today he only gained back like two percent of his uh, weight going in oh seriously and uh saucy gained like almost nine percent yeah well there you go over weigh in right yeah. so yeah, yeah. He, he was it was he tough it was tough stylistically too for for mcdonald anyway it's not like if you're like the smaller guy, you'd want to have like some kind of edge that that you can. But it's like Moose is like good at the same stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Musashi is he's he's a good fighter, man. He's a good fighter. Look, I still hold down president of two fan clubs, so just <laughs> deal. It's not like this is the first time McDonald's lost or anything. It's true. It's, it's true. Um, but, I mean, this one isn't nearly the same uh, same years off your life type fight that he had with Lawler. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. That was crazy. Hey, just Honestly, like, he, he probably took less damage this one than he did against his uh win versus um uh Lima. That was a that was a war. So was. Yeah. Yeah, just and and just as an aside, it's like everyone's like, guys, when are you gonna get to keep him conscious? Just just one second. One second guys. But it just uh <laughs> I was just because we we're talking about Lawler and, and McDonald, you know, the the welterweight division in the UFC, and I was just like, dang, is does Woodley have the most impressive current streak out of like of any MMA fighter? I mean, like Gastelum, Lawler, and then he went and he beat Wonder Boy twice, and then he beat Maya, and then he went and beat like the un like unbeaten kid, the hyped up kid, um, so. It may be. <laughs> as, as, as much shit as we like to talk about uh, Woodley as fans, that dude is like, he's been rolling. Even oh, yeah. though it's like... Hey, yeah. hey, it's been a real run. Yeah, since like... Uh, since 2015, really. 
I guess that's when he, he had that Gaslam fight, which kind of, I mean, it did it put him in position for that, that title fight. He was supposed to fight Hendricks, right? <laughs> and he missed one. Yeah. The, uh, oh, so, so he space will bare knuckle box if he wants to. <laughs> I, I feel like that just fits uh, Hendricks' personality so well. All right. We're going to put up some street cones, and we're going to give you <laughs> some uh, scotch tape, and go for it. Yeah. They, they serve deer meat on sticks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 there's a smoker right behind them. Yeah. It's like cans of forty. Mad dog. Oh, and gosh. Uh, what was that? Steel Reserve. Steel, Steel Reserve. reserve. Yeah. There you go. I was go. trying to think of that and I couldn't. It's good. It's good. You've been... Good save. <laughs> All right. So uh, the the now um, infamous attack on the, the UFC bus by Connor and his crew. Initially condemned uh, by the UFC um, and President Dana White said, this is the most disgusting thing that has ever happened in UFC history. Which, you know, that's saying something. I mean, this is a sport where we have legs literally explode backwards. I mean, we've had a chick take a dump in the cage while being choked unconscious. Like, there's been a lot of stuff, like crazy stuff happening in UFC. So my first question to you guys, what are some of the worst things that we've seen happen in the UFC or around the UFC? David, I'll start with you. Um, well, I mean, if you want to get, you know, really dark, you know, you could go to some of the off the field um, activities with some of the fighters. You know, some of the, you know, these are fighters. Some of them have relatively violent tendencies um, sometimes against women. So, you know, oh, there's war machine? situations like that. I mean, there yeah. was war machine. Um, yeah. uh, a, one of my, one of my former faves, uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan, yeah. um, just recently had a situation, similar situation. Um, right. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And, you know, it, it, obviously it's a kind of a, a dark turn, but I'd say that's probably some of the, you know, worst stuff we've seen around the sport. Yeah, okay. Well, that... Da- so, David, David went there. You want to know what my example was? Verdum's oh. face being a thing. <laughs> so, oh. I went in a different direction. Thanks, Dave. Sorry, guys. <laughs> leave, leave it to, oh. leave it to Connor. To this is like I'm, a, try, I'm, I'm trying, to get, trying to get real with y'all here. And, you know, like, yeah. um, Although, actually, actually, you could say that the, the, the worst thing around the UFC is the fact that Colby Covington's a thing, right? <laughs> Dude... Yeah. Like he's been so outclassed at this point. Yeah. yeah. Basically, Connor came back. He and thrived because Connor was gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And and the, the king is back now, so you know, mm-hmm. no one cares about poor Colby anymore. Yeah. Right. Dang, Dave. Dave's like George St. Pierre. Like he comes off like really nice, but then like sometimes like you just like talk to him. He's like, I just go into a really really dark place, dark place. <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> and also. Aliens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's I do good dinosaurs. how fast he came up with those examples, too. I mean, that was pretty... We definitely didn't rehearse that. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a few. I, I wanted to see what you guys you guys come up with. Um, I, I, was, I was also thinking, like, just in terms of, like, disgusting injuries, is that Matt Mitrion's, like, eye-burster alien uh, thing? When he had that yeah. fight with Travis Brown, it looked like his, yeah. his eye was, like, popping out of his face. I was, yeah, I was pretty. Uh, yeah. I was pretty disgusting. I mean, not, not. I guess Anderson Silva. Speaking of gruesome injuries. Yeah, yeah, hey, that was the leg, leg, the yeah. leg exploding. Yep, that was uh, not yeah. not supposed to. It's not supposed to look like that. That's pretty disgusting. So it wasn't UFC, but that um, uh, Kimbo versus who was the Brit he fought? 
Oh, um, and his ear exploded on CBS. Yeah. 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 Oh crap. Yeah, that, that was, was that was rough. Yeah. Just because it was like free and live and open yeah. to as many <laughs> homes as you could pump that into, and here comes a guy with targets hanging off his head, the size of his head, <laughs> and you knew what was coming. Yeah. And it happened anyway. Man, Kimbo. Oh man. Anyways, I think there's going to be a, another press conference for this fight. I believe yeah. so. Are they uh, going to bring yeah. fans in this time? Yeah. That's what I heard. With the, yeah. with the fans. So I, I guess that yeah. means well, we're, we're going to be hooking you guys up with another another reaction video. More of a hangout, my dudes. Sorry, sorry if uh, <laughs> you didn't get the, the memo. Didn't follow a typical uh, reaction format. We're, uh, we're still learning, but, you know, we, we work hard. We, we try to get you guys enjoyable content so you know we take every comment either positively or negatively we take it constructively so you know we're, we're working on our our, our game but uh, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll my do nickname one. is burrito if you think i'm a professional <laughs> then i've tricked you really well yep. to me. you're a great actor tyler so we we started talking about this fight a little bit and we brought up how sometimes you have these polar opposite style matchups and they can be kind of painful to watch right like you know like the, uh, the short-lived uh, FX series, Bastard Executioner. This is actually one of David's favorite shows. It can be completely unwatchable. <laughs> I, I gave that show so many chances. <laughs> you know, but like, like the star of that show, Ed Sheeran, if uh, this fight ends up being like super competitive, then uh, that would be perfect. Um, I, I want to bring up something uh, that uh, grappling coach John Danher brought up, and I want to uh, hear you, your thoughts on this um, and he, he basically says that each fight, the fight game can be broken down to three facets. Um, and there, so basically there's, there's three parts. And he says that if you have someone that can master all three, then you, you're looking at someone that's probably going to win about 90, 90. I don't know how he came up with that number. He's just like a guy that masters all three is going to be nearly unbeatable. So there's three parts. Uh, the setup, pace of the fight, direction of the fight. What do you guys think? Fair enough? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, you might. You, this From might. A coaching perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This might come as a surprise to you, Tyler, but uh, he, he said the only person that he knows that has mastered all three is a uh, surprise, surprise, his former pupil George St. Pierre. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so, applying this to Connor, he says that Connor has mastered the setup, like by far. He's in, in fact, in his mind, one of the best setup guys. Um, his his judgment of distance and his ability to set up counter strikes some of the best in the game um and, and if you watch some of his fights uh that eddie alvarez fight the uh jose aldo fight his his ability to trick guys into thinking he's a little bit further away and then go in and set up you know just set up set up with his hands he kind of does like some crazy things with his hands and just uh, just subtly move his feet in the distance his setup is is top notch um but he says connor's only like average above average in the other areas because of the way he fights um either he's going to be a counter striker and he doesn't really get to dictate the pace he's kind of dependent on the other person he's drawing he's waiting for them to draw it out and in that sense he doesn't he also doesn't dictate the direction of the fight you know like he's if a grappler is coming at him then he's more reaction trying to stuff the takedowns go back and then set up his stuff um and then also, if he changes gears and wants to be the aggressor, we've seen him. Now, we're going to talk about Connor's weaknesses, and, and there are quite few. Uh, but we do see him gas out a little bit. Uh, his cardio is a bit of an issue. So when he tries to push the pace, 
it, it, his game doesn't quite allow him to, to fight at that level. And so he says that, you know, for Connor, setup, he's, he's mastered. The second two, um, just above average. Uh, Khabib, on the other hand, he says that the setup is quite horrible. It's actually below average. He, it, his striking is fairly poor. Um, he, he's got he's got a couple things. We'll talk about this in a bit that I, I think I don't know if we'll work against Connor. Let's just say that it there are things that I find successful in the sport in M, of MMA. Uh, it might not it might work against Connor. It might not work against Connor. But generally, his, his striking is bad, and therefore his setup game overall is really bad because his opponents kind of know what he wants to do. Not that that's a bad thing. He still has a lot of success, but his ability to push the pace and uh, dictate the direction to fight are both at a very high level. And in his mind, um, talking about John Danaher, Khabib is a master of direction to fight. Anyone that fights Khabib has to fight a Khabib-style fight. You're either moving on your back foot and stuffing takedowns while trying to throw off counter shots. There's no way to not fight Khabib like that. It's hard to make Khabib go backwards. Um, so we're seeing guys that are both, uh, I think, pace of fight, above average guys but one guy really good at the setup one guy really good at the direction of the fight let's start breaking it down let's start with khabib david what are some of the things that you see khabib we're not we're, we'll we'll first we'll just talk about these guys generally and then we'll start talking about how it applies to each other what are some of the things that you see khabib do that you're just like damn this this is why this guy is unbeaten and and why we kind of you know i we kind of talk about him a little bit. I mean, like now that he's fighting for against Connor, it's kind of like, oh, this is the real deal. But he has a little bit of that that mystique for a while. It's kind of like, can anyone beat this guy? Right, right. Uh, I mean, honestly, obviously, number one is just his his um, wrestling talent. I mean, that's you know, everyone sees it. It's you know, it's you know, basically common knowledge at this point. But I think I think one of the main things that makes that his wrestling attack work. It's just his natural athleticism, his just natural brute strength that he has. I mean, the guy is, you know, incredibly strong for someone of his size, or just in general, but especially for someone of his size. Um, and then on top of that strength, he has, you know, what seems like, you know, cardio for days. Um, he can just push this incredible pace um, continually, continually, continually. It never really seems to wear down. Um, just completely bully guys. Um, you know, he has he has the technique. But on top of that technique, he has this incredible strength and just endurance, basically, where it allows him to, you know, push his own game plan uh, for as long as he needs to, or as long as he wants to. Um, and it, I think it really is the, the main thing that makes it makes him so uh, so dangerous and so successful so far. What about you, Tyler? What really stands out to you about Khabib's game? He's got the ability to get the takedown when he wants it, which you should expect from his style of fighter. Um, the the thing that's really stood out for me watching his stuff, though, maybe not a positive, and I don't know if we want to go this direction, but, like, he'll set up combos to strike with, either to open up his shoot or whatever. Back up a little bit. He, he in the standing game, defends really well. Like, his hands are up, he defends. When he sets his combos up, he totally loses all his defense, and he's committing to the combo and then potentially going for the shoot. It's scary to watch that if you think about you can get away with that against lesser tier fighters, not to 
throw anyone under the bus, but like you can climb through the UFC ranks because not everybody can just flash their hands up and clock you when you're not thinking about it, right? So it's always worked for him that if he if he's holding his defense, he just holds it. And if he throws combos, he throws them, right? There's no in-between, it seems like. Now that he's at the point where everyone he's going to be fighting is looking for that, that's going to be a problem in his game. So I'm curious how much that's been a focus for him in camp, especially now that he's the one holding the belt. Right, right. right. And... Go ahead. Dave. So you saw in his last time out against uh, I Quinta. Um, I mean, he got hit. He got hit more in that I Quinta fight than he hit in any fight in his UFC career. Um, and I Quinta is a pretty good striker, but he's you know definitely not one of the you know I would say top level strikers um, in, the, in the division. Um, and yeah, so you see, like he definitely has some real holes there. Yeah, I uh, I think I agree with you guys, and we will get into some of Khabib's weaknesses just talking about how incredible of a a grappler he is um i think what happens when fighters fight him especially strikers you can't open up the entire package because of the fear of being taken down and so um you kind of have to hold rein in your game a little bit and i i think just going by john danaher's like logic and the way he he looks at the the game i will posit that there is it makes sense that right now Khabib is the favorite, um, at least betting-wise. Now, we're, we'll get into that and see if, if we agree with that. But I think you could make an argument that, it, let's just say these guys are equals. They're not the same stats, but like on, on UFC, the video game, they're both 99s, right? It's just like right. their, their stats are, are put a little bit differently. And I, I think the thing is, there's nothing in Khabib's game that he can't use in this fight. Um, you could argue that maybe there are some things from Connor's game that he might not be able to use, and we don't know if that's going to apply. But we do know that when he's Khabib has fought high-level strikers in the past, um, talking about RDA, Johnson, Barbosa, he was able to eliminate some of the tools that make him very effective strikers be- because they were so afraid of being taken down. So let's start the conversation there. Let's, uh, let's talk about the, the current champ. And not just the favorite in betting lines. He, he seems to be sort of everyone's like trendy pick. Like, you know MMA. If you think Khabib's gonna beat Connor, so uh, you know, let's just let's just get down to it. Khabib, he's a he's, he's a forward pressure guy. Um, you know, he, a little messy with with the way he kind of sets up some things, but he, uh, the way, what makes Connor so great is that he can operate on a very instinctive level. Um, he, he slips punches that other guys would sort of eat if they want to throw something. It, it, it's really incredible how he works in space. Khabib is kind of like that when it comes to grappling, just his ability to, to control your, your your hips when he gets enclosed, your wrists. Um, he's operating on a different level, and I think it's it's not so much that it's like he's thinking about it going through the process. I think it's because he just has it down to like, oh, he just has it. He's been doing it for so long. There are instincts to him. And so he's just really, really freaking good at it, right? <laughs> um, but to get there... He's going to have to throw something, right? He's, he, he has to get there. Connor's not just going to let him run in. Oh, Connor will let him run in, and he'll, <laughs> he'll catch him real quick. So what are some of the things that we've seen so far? Now, Tyler, you alluded to, uh, and you always, you always want to see this from fighters, how much did he improve? Has he added something to his, his stand-up game, his striking package, that would allow him to maybe give Connor a different look that we haven't, we're not used to? We haven't seen it, so we can't say that he could do that. But we have seen his other fights, and we do know how he likes to strike. Uh, what are some of the things that he does do, David, that you think 
might find some success. Not not winning stand-up. Let's, let's get that out of the way real quick. Khabib is not going to win a stand-up battle against Conor. But what are some things he can find right. success with to, to fight his game, get in close? Um, honestly, like his, his, um, the way he pressures, because obviously, you know, his whole, his whole goal is to get in close so he, get, so he can drag, drag his opponent down. Um, we saw in uh, Conor's fight against Mendez, uh, Mendez had some success there early in the fight by being able to pressure Conor. Conor was there trying to, you know, hit the counter, but Mendez was able to get in, um, firing off quick combos, um, you know, some heavy hooks and uh was able to close the distance very quickly just by being aggressive like that um you can't be you can't be afraid of taking connor's shot because if you hesitate then he's going to hit you but if you just you know don't think about it and go in throw your combo getting close um that's probably his best his best uh option there for you know getting the fight to where he wants to take it i think that's that's pretty good i think um he just doesn't have much, man. Yeah, I mean, like he no, could, he, he, could he, he could do basically. Here's the thing: he could do basically. Every, there's no. I mean, he can throw. You want to see a jab? He can throw a jab. It won't be the best jab. You want a hook? He can throw a hook. Yeah. It won't be the best hook. Um, I think you brought up Chad Mendes. We will be talking about Chad Mendes a bit. I think that fight is a good blueprint for Khabib. Going back and watching that fight, you could see why people were. Um, there was a reason why people were slow to the Connor hype train, and you if you watch that fight. It, it almost seemed like Chad Mendes lost that fight more than Connor won it. Like he he went for, he went that, for that sub. Yeah, he yeah. went for that sub. Blew out his arms and got up and was just gassed. Now, uh, Mendes in my my eyes looked pretty gassed, uh, just even from the top position. Who knows how that would have gone if that fight kept going? But at the time, we didn't really know what we could see with Connor, and it could have been if that fight dragged on, maybe Connor slowed down too. So, um, lot lot of lot of things that that he could do there. I. I think Chad Mendez. I don't think I, Chad Mendez was a, is a better striker than Khabib is, so he's not yeah. going to be able to look at that. Plus, Chad Mendez more of a traditional wrestler, so he's going to go for like your your power takedowns, your your doubles, your singles. Whereas Khabib, more of a trip or forward pressure, get you up against the cage and then and then work from from there. Uh, as far as the striking go, again, he, he could do basically everything, but I, I do like his uh, his uppercut. I don't like the fact that he overuses it, and I think Connor can capitalize on it. But I like it; it's an athletic, athletic move. Um, pretty good. I think it's like it's it's explosive. It's it's like um if, like again, if this were a USC video game, it's like he he got the basic striker package like level one, but then like he he put like he maxed out his upper all of his points. <laughs> so he could, you know, it's not like me uh, when I play. I max out the Stockton slap and I go to town. Yeah, I don't care. I will absorb leg kicks. I'm gonna keep slapping you. It's demoralizing. You play me online, you're like, dang. I was like, I've, I've been beating the crap out of this guy, but he keeps slapping me. It's disrespecting, you know. Is there a <laughs> double finger emote too? Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. I've I've amassed like a legendary, I don't know, 22 and 75 record, just basically being the <laughs> Nate Diaz of online gaming. You guys can at me by the way. Vivid care, PSN. Let's go. <laughs> now you guys will probably beat me. I'm I'm horrible. <laughs> As my as my record, but I will I will spam the stock that slap. <laughs> um, so uh, we will bring up Chad Mendes when we when we get into Connor uh, with Khabib. What I want to bring up is Michael Johnson. We've talked before about how there are some things in the, in that Michael Johnson fight that I think maybe Connor's camp could look at and see where he found success. There are also some things where you could look at it if you're a Khabib fan and go, man, he 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 dealt pretty well with a guy that as a as uh, our, our, our good buddy 
Goldie would eloquently put it, he's virtually identical <laughs> in height and reach to uh, to Conor McGregor. Let's, uh, I mean, as, as far as analogs... One man fights out of Ireland, the other one fights out of Russia, <laughs> everything else virtually, virtually identical. identical. I mean, what, what do you think? Like, this is probably the... Uh, the closest in terms of a Connor analog that we would get for Khabib, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Oh, yeah. de- definitely, definitely. In that first round um, of the Johnson-Khabib fight, I mean, Johnson had a ton of success. Uh, I mean, he, I think he probably won the first round. Um, and it wasn't until the second when, you know, Khabib started getting his, his takedowns rolling and then just turned into a mauling. But um, right. Johnson also doesn't have that same kind of power that, that uh, I mean, he's he, he has power, but not, not Connor-level power. Um, some of the shots, if Connor had thrown them, you know, who knows, might have might have ended the fight. Did you did you see anything in that fight um, regarding Johnson's uh, takedown or at least takedown defense strategy uh, that you think maybe like avoided if you're if you're Connor or things that you think like oh well I could see why Connor's better to equip better equipped to deal with these situations. I don't know if if anything in the actual you know takedown defense itself. Um, I think I think the 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 big part there is basically just Connor's power. Like like I said earlier, I think I think I think that's the the uh, the main difference um, between those two and the fact that when Con- if Connor hits you with that left when you're coming in, you're going to stop. Like you're 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 going to pause there. Um, Connor can hit you with the left falling away. It doesn't matter where right, you're at. Exactly. He, he he can be taking three steps back and clip you, and you're going to feel it. Um, Johnson didn't have that same kind of you know stopping power. And I really think that's honestly Connor's you know biggest uh, takedown defense in this fight. His power. Yeah. It was a it was a big fight for fight fans. The Johnson Khabib fight it was a okay. Where is Khabib actually at and I think for many fans if you weren't on the Khabib hype train this was kind of like Leonidas throwing a spear at Xerxes it's like oh dang the dude bleeds um but okay this is my opinion Mm -hmm. going back and watching that fight I don't think Johnson actually had as much success as like our minds are like like I think it's a, a little bit of revisionist history there and I think a big part of it is because Joe Rogan is so gosh darn like animated and he can make things like he can color he's a color guy and he can make things sound a certain way and uh, you you go back and i'm watching it and there's a part and it's like joe's like oh he tagged him he hurt him bad oh khabib is hurt he's hurt he's wobbly he's hurt he's moving around i mean this is like i got it written down this is literally what he says oh he's still in trouble mike his legs aren't under him his legs are not under him I mean, it's like, damn, Joe. It's like, should have called the Amber Lamps right right then. And right. then it sounded like a, a, some dude was straight up getting murdered in the cage. I went back and watched that. Um, he got him with, with the left, a left that would uh, be very similar to the way Connor would throw that counter left. Everything after it actually whiffed. And then the big hook that you saw Khabib, that was really the thing that like made everyone go, ooh. Right. It was actually like on the glove. And you could see Khabib move with it. I don't know from looking at it. And, I, you know, I'm not, like, I, I'm wearing a Connor shirt. I, I'm just looking for a big fight. I like both of these guys, and I don't think I was, like, biased one way or the other. Um, Khabib didn't look to me like he was actually wobbled. 
he, he kind of like has like a weird little awkward way of like moving in and moving out anyways he just, yeah no, that's true the, the entire way he works is kind of like weird right and he, he has the the philly well, we'll get into that in a bit but he kind of like philly shells up he's like he fights like mayweather which you know gave connor a lot of problems so <laughs> but uh yeah actually I, you, you, you do make a good point you know, with um uh khabib's movement because you're right he does have kind of like a, an um unorthodox kind of awkward gate sometimes if you will you know like well but he's got like, to right like that that sets up the shoot right yeah i mean if it, you it, look it at well. any of the really good ground fighters when they're setting up they've always got weird entrances right like look at uh when john not, not george st pierre no not so, george st pierre i'm not talking smooth. about my idol right now <laughs> <damn it. laughs> But like, if you look at the way John Jones was set up his takedowns, he came in at weird angles, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, John Jones used all kinds of weird angles anyway. But yeah. especially when he wanted to fight to go to ground, yeah. you'd see stuff out of him you wouldn't see otherwise, right? So like, right. that's just yeah. He, he set him up. That he, he set him up with a uh, Clint Buterol. That's that's how he that's how he set up his <laughs> takedowns. That's how he set up his takedowns, Tyler. Um, okay, so I guess what I'm trying to say is. I don't know if Michael Johnson actually had that much fight, so that may not have been like the the oh, like Khabib's got a weakness or whatever against guys that right. like, you know, kind of like we overblow Connor's inability to to stuff a takedown or do anything on the ground, um, despite the fact that he's a brown brown belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I think we also tend to do the same thing with with Khabib's strike. Again, we we just talked about it, very basic package, but it's it's effective in its own way. But I think right here I'm talking more about his. His striking defense, which is way more important in this fight. It's kind of like with Connor, like his ground game. We don't care how good his takedown offense is. He's not going to go for a takedown against Khabib. It's about we're talking about his takedown defense. So I think we need to focus on not so much is Khabib like a, an effective striker and he can do stuff. I think it's also important to talk about his defense. And I think that fight illustrated that uh, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But I, I think you could take this two ways. Uh, one you could take it like, man, Khabib has better defense, better reaction. Um, he, he moves well with the strikes instead of against it. Um, two, Khabib's chin then wasn't as tested as we previously thought. We thought maybe he got rocked, was able to still secure a takedown, and then win that fight by blowout. Um, so, I, I mean, there's two ways to look at that. If you're a Khabib fan, and you go, yeah, I mean, he fought a, a good striker, and it wasn't nearly as bad as people are making it out. Or you could, if you're a Connor fan, you might say, well, that, no one's actually like hitting him like like as bad. Right. Like if 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 he actually was able to block some of Michael Johnson's punches, then that means his chin hasn't been tested. So what happens when Connor connects? Right, right. right. So um, I was I was just uh, alluding to this uh, defensively. Khabib, he he likes to he used that Floyd Mid Mayweather defense man he uh, it's a it's it's a less elegant version of the, the philly show we, we talked a, a little bit about this uh in our in our previous podcast but he does a really good job of always protecting protecting his head and um that's really good against most fighters it's just the way connor throws it's it's really straight down the middle and he's he's good at making sure you, you, you're not going to get him with the hooks so i'm i i'm really wondering like what he's going to do there i'll get into some strategy in a bit i think a lot of Faints and head movement. No, not 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 really. Um, I think level changes. I think he's got to like really sit down. Um, make make Connor have to throw something going up. Uh, right. Make Connor have to like fight a little bit differently. I just think that the way Connor strikes is 
the way Khabib has traditionally defended against fighters, it won't be as effective against a guy that that fights like uh, that fights like Connor. But uh, you know, it, it works for him. It works for him. His defense. What, what do you uh, what do you think, Dave? Like what what do you think are some of the adjustments that he'll have to make, um, or, or if any, the, or or is it like no, dude, you you you, you go with who took you to the dance? You you fight with an awkward Philly shell. Don't change it up right. for Connor, even though. Uh, I mean, it worked for for <laughs> worked for Floyd really well against Connor. <laughs> Again, Khabib not nearly the same uh, boxer that uh, Floyd is. Right. But um, do do Honestly, you think do you think he makes any adjustments to the way to his stance or anything like that, or is it just kind of like no, nah, it's worked. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he like you said, you know, kind of like dance the one that took you. Um, he's you know had a very long and very successful you know professional fighting career so far, um, undefeated. Um, and hasn't really changed a whole lot up, um, you know, at least recently throughout his career. And it's been very successful. Uh, I, I just have a, like, it's one of those things where I have a hard time seeing Khabib changing much up until I've seen it. He, he hasn't quite, sh- had, you know, shown that track record to be the kind of guy that makes these, you know, um, game plan changes, you know, you know between fights. What I think I- the big thing that Khabib needs to be working on is it's got to be his cardio right like his key to win now i'm going gsp on you is the gsp plan i think and it's probably not going to be the way he fights but he's got to use his champion's advantage especially being a dominant ground guy versus a dominant striker right so he's got to take this fight all five rounds in my opinion i don't think he can submit connor Mm. but i think he can i think he can take connor down i think he can do it a bunch so the question then becomes, whose gas tank is better? Is it, can Khabib do that for five rounds mm-hmm. and gain that advantage? Or will he gas out, like, three and a half, four? I think it depends on how Connor, the, but like, I think it depends on how the, the fight plays out. I think they just have different energy systems. If this is on the ground, Khabib can go five Khabib's rounds all day. Yeah. on yeah. the ground. Um, Connor will be dead after one maybe one and a half if this goes to the ground early oh right right um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things in, in terms it, of car- if, if, in terms of cardio like he might you know and then he, he might have been shot against that in that mendez fight too he was able to get up still at power and and ended up finishing the fight but yeah i i agree with you um david i in terms of what i think we're gonna see but i would i think for this fight against a guy like Connor, I, I think, I mean, sometimes you make special adjustments for some guys. Like, majority of the guys, you fight you fight the way you fight because you're so successful. You're so freaking good. Um, but against that one special guy, maybe you, you do change it up just a little bit. And you, you fight in a way that you, you don't, you've never fought before. Now, part of that is sometimes you get to learn from trying something against a guy and then you come back and you do better. Uh, Connor against Nate Diaz. He went in there and just fought a really weird fight for Connor and just basically blew out his gas tank. It was done. Right. Nate took him down. Nate. By the way, I don't think Khabib's going to do that. I think if Khabib gets it down, I think he'll want to ground and pound. He's not really like a submission guy. He's kind of no, he, just, he just lays beat you lays and then, and then he kind of like puts his arms out. He's like, do you want to put your head in now? I yeah. You can. I can just put you night night and end the suffering. I will, I will end this for you. I end, will end this for end you. End the suffering. 
Um, well, I mean, that's a good well, it, thing it, for a champion to fight like, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny looking at the, um, like the the stats for for Khabib, because the striking stats are kind of hilarious. They're completely one sided, but it's literally all because of all those ground strikes, <laughs> all that ground and pound that makes. Because it's not it's not the stand up. It's all these you right. know ground and pound strikes that right. just make the numbers look at totally out of whack. Right. How do they? How do they calculate significant strikes on the ground? Because not all strikes are the same on the ground. It's right, like right. crazy. You got like some like tap on the head, and then like some of those are like crazy. You get the entire core into it, and they he yeah. rains down. Yeah, um, yeah it, it can look bad. That Barbosa fight was just like you felt bad for him. It's like Khabib yeah. can make you feel bad for his opponent. Yeah, <laughs> you felt oh, yeah. bad for it. you're like Barbosa. Come on, man. Like what? Just George St. Pierre did it. George St. Pierre tapped the strikes. You know, you can, you, it's fine. There's no shame. You can. You can go to hell, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know what? I'm agreeing with you. Have Khabib go with the uh, the George St. Pierre uh, game plan. Uh, I guess that I means mean, employing a lot of Superman punches and lots of Vaseline when he's on the stool. <laughs> it's a deadly, deadly combination. Ice packs. Ice packs. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, a lot so, of sternum rubbing. <laughs> looking at the uh, was that vapor rub. <laughs> Like, <laughs> maybe that was the edge. That was this edge. That was this edge. Paper that was rope. the nipple tweaking. That was by, the edge. By, by the way, Eddie Bravo, look into it. I'm telling you. Controversy. This entire career. If we find out he's been using vapor rub, I, I feel like all his credentials, you throw him out the window. Yeah. No, no Hall of Fame for George St. Pierre. No, no longer the goat. No longer the goat. Um, is, it, is, he the, is he the goat anyway, though? Are we just gonna get I used time? to cherish this friendship that we shared. <laughs> it is dead to me now. <laughs> um, David, don't you uh, don't you think McGregor's actually the goat? Duh. <laughs> um, looking at Connor's lone fight at one fifty five, uh, he he got Eddie bull rushing him a lot. I think a part of that was just uh, Eddie was like, "Oh shoot, like this reach advantage is real, and this guy's like good enough to where I have to get." I have to take risks in order to like uh, break that, and he did it again inelegantly. Um, Chad Mendes, I go back and watch that fight, dude. Chad Mendes, that reach advantage that Connor had on Chad Mendes was severe, and Mendes slipped, got in, boom, boom, one, two. It, it was some beautiful work that he did mm-hmm. in close against oh, yeah. Connor. Um, uh, so we see, we see Eddie. He goes in and he gets blasted. He gets blasted trying to like uh, go in. And I don't know, try to go for strikes or, or a takedown or something like that. And uh, as after that, you started seeing the beginning of the end. You know, you and I watched it, Dave. It was like, oh, shoot. I don't actually think Eddie has anything for Goddard tonight. This, this might be it for the underground king um, who may not be with the UFC for much longer. Um, is, he going, is he going 1FC or, or Ryzen? It's like, one, it's like one of those promotions. I remember they were saying, like, they want to make him – the star there yeah, which is the poster. which is fine yeah. like he's he's a hell of a fighter and he's mm-hmm. exciting and plus it would be like you know he, he loves collecting belts and all the different promotions so go go collect go collect those belts um but seeing eddie do that just kind of bull rushing in like that and seeing that khabib like we see him do that now he has success doing it against barbosa who's a you know primarily a kicker had great success just consistently bull rushing him but would you advise Khabib, and this is just open um, to both of you guys, would you advise Khabib to, to 
keep rushing forward in like that, that the way we saw Eddie do against such a gifted counter striker? Constantly. Right. At least once every five seconds. Okay. Nice. Why? I don't know, because I needed to answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he should, but I think he will, if that makes sense. Um, I think I think Connor wants him to rush in, because that allows Connor to you know throw his counter. Um, but Khabib, is, he's he's an, he's an aggressive you know pressuring fighter. You know, it's kind of like in his in his DNA, um, and I have a hard time seeing him. I mean, he might not be as uh, as uh, sloppy as um, as Eddie was, but I mean, I have a hard time seeing him not rush in. Well, but. Like, he's a top-tier athlete, right? And you always hear, no matter what sport, you always hear about top-tier athletes. They have patterns and repetition, and there's, there's a, you know, like, there's a flow to everything they do, right? So, like, when you hear about a baseball guy getting an injury, how it takes him three, four weeks to get back into that repetition and his pattern, right? Like, his own rhythm with the game. For a fighter, and like Viet was saying earlier, like sometimes you want to see a guy change it up a little bit. The flip side to that is if that fighter changes anything about his game, he then thinks about that different step, right? Just simply, I used to go naturally. left, now I go right, right? And it's that split second of thinking that changes everything in that fight, good or bad, who knows, right? So like to think that Khabib is honestly going to do much anything different than he ever has doesn't make a ton of sense because he's gotten to where he's at by doing what he's done, right? He's never really deviated from his own plan. So why would we expect him to do much anything different in this fight? Yeah. I, I think we should hope he does because champion's advantage, right? Like, he's got the ability to control the fight. And we, we talked about, like, does that really... Does he do that or not? But that's his that's his prerogative now with this fight. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, a really good point. You, you've seen fighters, uh, we'll bring up Joanna and, and Nama Yunus, where you're kind of like, all right, this person's really confident, and there's obviously something that you're doing that's giving this other person an advantage, and that could it could be like, all right, do I need to improve? What am I, do I need to improve exactly? And if, what do I need to change? And if I do, if I change that, that's, does that take something away from my game? And, and then you start thinking about it, and... Uh, well, I mean, she went out there and lost again. And I think it's really, it's it's a tough road for Jin Jacek to not go back if they ever fight again, um, which I don't, they probably will. It, to to at least mentally go in there and, and like not overthink it because it's like, oh, no, 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 I'll just, you know, and, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe part of it's like her coaches be like, dude, just, there's a reason why you're the best. There's a reason why you're the champ. So let's just let's do what you're really good at. Let's not over overthink things. Um, but I, ideally, though, like it, let's say if we could, if this was a little bit more of like a video game, and, and we could control Khabib, right? We we have all of his skill sets and everything. We got the the joystick, and and uh, we're controlling him. Dave, well, well, how would you like him to set up that that takedown differently than the way he's you've seen him do it against other opponents? Right. Um... Spam, stock, and slap. Yes, no, seriously, obviously. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think the best way is for the um, uh, he just come flying with a Superman punch. You know, no, no one would expect that. You know, yeah. 
just pull a GSP on him, and Connor's like, wait, what was that? He's like so confused. Connor tries to clinch up like Vaseline. And he's the ground, and just starts dropping elbows. Like, Connor's the best way to do it. Connor just gets confused and just starts fighting out of a C position. He just doesn't know where to go. No, I mean, seriously, though, I feel like the the difference is would have to be so so subtle um as far as how could be you know makes that entrance um that doesn't open himself up um i think tyler i think you mentioned earlier you know his uh khabib's kind of uh disconnect between when he throws and when he's defending um and i don't know it, it it's a hard it's a hard thing to uh, to plan out for him as far as how, how to make that entrance. I mean, he, he's obviously been successful in the past um, several, several times. Um, but like we said, Connor, you know, poses a, a whole, you know, another level of a problem when it comes to coming to make that entrance. Um, and yeah. he, he can't get sloppy. Like, you know, he has, he has to throw to a certain extent to, to close the distance, but he can't do like, like Tyler was saying the you know, cover up one, two, open yourself up kind of thing. Um, he has to be smarter about it. How's this for, for political? I agree with both of you guys. I, I agree with Tyler. I don't think we're going to see uh, much difference. But I, I also agree with David. There, there are some things that like we could we could project success. Like We could be like, oh, yeah, if he did this, um, he, he could find success. And I, I think kind of just not really tweaking. I just think being smarter about the way he fights and um, looking at opportunities. Is Connor going to mm-hmm. throw kicks at him? I think that's something we're going to talk about when we get to Connor. Uh, is he going to throw kicks? How's he throwing punches? What, how's he looking? How's he moving? Um, I, I'm so excited to talk about Connor. He's, he's just like got a really, really cool game. Um, it, he's got he's got power, but he's, he's so technical. And then he, most most fighters they they want to to get people. Um, they want to fight a fight that basically lines up their power punches. And Connor doesn't do that. He's the opposite. He built an entire game um, off not having people go into his power hand. It's really, really incredible stuff. Um, if you're the Eagle, who do you bring into camp to really simulate this fight? I don't know. That, I mean, that's a, that's a good, it'd be somewhat bigger, right? Like, I mean, you'd have to, you'd maybe have to go up maybe to someone longer. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, they got good strikers there. It, I'm, if you can if you can spar and and hang with Luke Rockhold, you would imagine that you're gonna be okay um, yeah. against uh, other guys, uh, especially in your division. But any and he, we've seen him, we've seen the videos of him actually uh, not not spar like uh, at least doing wrestling. I'm sure they actually spar too. Um, oh yeah, they spar they spar the big guys all the time. George George St. Pierre talked about it on the Joe Rogan podcast. He talked about how he. Um, Oh, what's that guy's name? Dang it! He fought Brock Lesnar, almost beat him, and then Lesnar submitted him. He's, he's like a—he was a part-time UFC fighter, engineer. Like they had to make custom oh, gloves for him. Collar, the Colorado guy. Um, what is it? His nickname I, was the Engineer. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. <sighs> I can see his face. Whoever I gets can't it, think of his name. whoever gets it wins. Whoever gets the name wins. Anyways, as we as we're getting to that, um, as we try to find the the name of this guy, I can't think of. George talked about how he went and sparred against him, and it was like, it's scary, dude. Shane like, Carwin. You, Shane Carwin. You don't even know how much you can improve. He was like, it, 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 there, 
he's like they do this at camps and you do it and it's kind of like as a smaller guy it's it's supposed to be you should fear that the guy if you can if you're afraid of getting hit by right. a bigger guy you're gonna move you, you know and you know if you get hit by a smaller guy it won't be as bad but he was like i went there against shane carwin and i went there i hit him i hit him pretty hard <laughs> it didn't look like he felt it and i was like damn i'm just gonna Oops. run he basically just he was like just stick and move it was like he would like hit him with something soft and run he was like it was so scary it was so scary they, they, they asked me if i would come back and spar with him again he was like hell no <laughs> never again it was like carwin was was, like a monster uh, he is a giant man he's a big dude like yeah when you that fight against brock when they were both in the cage like you're looking at that going i how do you i don't yeah (laughs) is is that octagon gonna hold up yeah (laughs) it's gonna fall apart like a wwe ring (laughs) right um anyways (laughs) a little segue there for uh talking about Khabib and you were, you were saying what he needed to do or who he could bring him in bring in to, to mimic Connor. I, I don't know if like you can that I don't know how helpful it is I don't know how helpful it is to I guess just getting conditioned to seeing a person move a certain right. way but I I also kind of feel like it, it builds up maybe a false sense of security like you're like oh I've seen that and then you go out there and it's like wait no actually Connor's completely different like you saw it with well, yeah, no, Eddie you can't yeah. And you would imagine Alvarez probably also brought in guys that mimic Connor and Cam. He went out there, was like bamboozled. He was like, "What the hell? This guy's so so much faster than I anticipated. He's so much more like technical than I anticipated. And he hits so much harder than I anticipated." And you could just right. see he was just like razzled, like from the start. Um, and that might happen to Khabib. Well, and Connor always brags about who he brings into camp to simulate his opponent, right? Yeah. So Artem, Artem's gifted. Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ar- yeah. Okay, sorry, I take it back. G- GSP is not the goat. <laughs> Artem, Artem, Artem is the goat. Wow, the Jeez. only the only person to ever lose in their their initial fight to get into a tough house and then still get in. <laughs> That's the goat. This is it? Jorge Pierre didn't do that. Jorge Pierre didn't even compete on tough. He was just a coach. He's just a coach. I uh, don't understand this logic. <laughs> Transfer property, bro. Yeah, he was on. He was on there with uh, Kostjak. And I oh, just I remember. remember. Dude, he yeah. was slick, dude. He wrote like he wrote that like fake names on a list and showed it to Koscheck. Koscheck picked all the fighters from that list. <laughs> George was like, "Those are like the bottom guys." <laughs> Could you imagine being like finding out that you were act, like because like he didn't say this on the show? I don't think. I think he said right. it afterwards. Could you imagine like being one of the fighters? You're like, and you, like Koscheck picked you, and you're like, "Dang, George." <laughs> George was like, "You suck George so bad. Suck. I'm gonna put you on the fake list." That's demoralizing. <laughs> oh, I remember that ass beating Koscheck took after that too. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. well, again, a, a lot like um, Moose and Rory, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. all yeah. your strengths are this guy's strengths. He's just bigger and more athletic than you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like Koscheck was like, well, I can't take George St. Pierre down, and I can't stand I, my stand up. Can't, yeah, can't so, throw with him. <laughs> so basically, this is just a slow beat. I got down. nowhere to go on the ground. Just a slow Can I have a towel? <laughs> Um, so going back to this, this Connor Khabib fight and bringing up Eddie Alvarez and his lack of success, I actually think some of the things where he lacked in success were just shortcomings for Eddie Alvarez and might not necessarily be shortcomings for Khabib. Um, for one, when he started bull rushing forward and you were like, yeah, Khabib does that too. Uh, 
if you get a, a, a really good shot, it, it could be lights out. And Connor could definitely do that at any point. But I also think, like, at some point you have to shoot your shot. Now, we'll, we'll get into how when I think Khabib should start doing this. But at some point you got to shoot your shot if it's... Striker has an advantage. If it's just going to be a stand-up battle and he hasn't been able to get in close, you got to imagine, even if Connor hasn't really hit him that hard, Connor's going to win the fight. Because it's going to be Khabib trying to get in, get tagged with a little something. Maybe he's not actually hurt, but he's getting tagged. He's not probably not really hitting Connor much in those exchanges. And they go back to their corners at the end of one, maybe not much action, maybe a lot of like Connor like just running, stuffing, stuffing uh, takedown attempts, and Connor's up one. And Khabib's going, well, dang, I, that wasn't much, but I'm losing. Go in there, round two. You got you to gotta think, all right, so what's, what's the strategy here? I think bull rushing, the way Eddie Alvarez did, if Connor hit him, but he, the, from the momentum from it, it carried him to the cage. Eddie Alvarez isn't really good at setting up takedowns against the cage. Khabib is a beast at doing that. Eddie Alvarez, more of your traditional, again, more traditional takedowns, um, single leg, turn on it, or knee tap, turn on it, get you down. Khabib, he really likes he likes those uh, trips, but against the cage, his work is phenomenal. And he just kind of like slowly, it's like an anaconda, just wraps you up. Um, and it's it's a little like a Damian Maya where you, he gives you openings where you think you're winning. Like he, he'll give you fake escapes, and it's like the way you're trained. You're like, all right, oh, no, he's, he doesn't have pressure here, so I'm going to move to my left or to my right. I think um, I saw a video of someone breaking that down with that Iaquinta fight where – uh, um, Al posted up against the cage and started going one way and Khabib basically allowed him to, to start going up that way because that's just the way like you would post and then like try to get back to your feet and then was sweeping the opposite direction. Now all of a sudden Khabib's momentum was just getting him stuck back against the cage without being able to move. Now his legs are trapped by Khabib's legs. It, Khabib can do that to you. In short spaces, this guy is incredible. So I think he I think that bull rushing, you know, if you if you look at it, not like necessarily to like land, and not necessarily even to like land the takedown, um, but just to have the momentum carry you guys, just like off of like a like a chaotic exchange against the cage, that could be something that Khabib wants to to look at. Um, let's see here. Let's go back to that Johnson, Mike, um, that that Johnson fight that Khabib had. Uh, he, you know, he secured once he secured the the takedown it didn't seem like johnson had much of a like an answer for it and then they went back to their corner and the round went back to their corner it you could just tell johnson looked very dejected went back and he did the same thing he took him back down uh tied up johnson's right leg um launched him and uh it this was just like one of i i feel like a bunch of different ways that khabib can go in there and and get the the fight to where he wants it, right? And he, spoiler alert: it, it, Johnson isn't like a bad. He's actually a, like a decent wrestler. He was a really high ranked, uh, he was top ranked NJCAA wrestler. So he he's comes from that background. He's pretty good. He looked like an amateur out there. So if you're um, if you're a Connor fan and you're going, well, yeah, Johnson's Johnson's takedown defense isn't. On Connor's level, it's not, his wrestling is on Connor's level. I'd be like, hey, you know, like hold up, you know, like jujitsu and wrestling, there's it's the same, uh, you know, they're both grappling, but it's very different disciplines in some ways. And to stop the kind of takedown that Khabib employs, Johnson was, I mean, not 
well equipped, obviously. But you know, you would think um, from his background, he would have some tools. He did not. He did not. <laughs> he was not able to do anything. Um, so let's uh, let's let's get into the uh, the bro here, guys. The blueprint to rule the octagon. Let's let's try to come up with a a game plan. All right. And um, no, uh, Tyler, <laughs> taking it to the ground. That's that's Skip Bayless level. I'm expecting more from you. What does he need to do against the, the the crafty Irishman? Let's let's, uh, let's go. We'll, we'll we'll start with Dave. Uh, Khabib needs to take it to the ground. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Uh, yes, he does. But <laughs> um, he needs to be smart about about his entrances. Um, he needs to, I guess, find out whether or not he can he, he can take one on the chin uh, from Connor because uh, I, I really think. Once he's on top, like it's you know, that's his world there. He just has to be smart about making that initial entrance, or however, however many entrances he needs to make. He just needs to be smart about it. Don't get sloppy. Yeah, Tyler. I think he's just got to be patient. Like to your point, the smart entrances. I think he's got to understand that that's that's not going to be there early, right? Like he's got to open those shots up, and he's got to set them up with simples like. Like I said, when you see him throw like his combos that he's got in his head, it doesn't work against Connor. He's got to get the simple strikes. He's got to get the pace. And I think then he can get into the situations where he's going to take it to the ground. But it's, it's not going to happen right away. He's got to be okay with that. He's just got to be able to. Yeah, I mean, that first round is going to be tough on him. But if it goes past round one, then I think he's got his best advantage at that point. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys. Again, you guys are so brilliant today. On your game. So On your game. So Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for bringing your A game. I really appreciate it. Help uh, help make up for my uh, lack of hosting skills. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. What, what's his name? Um, the guy that does the breakdowns with Dan, uh, not Dan, Ed Hardy? Uh, Dan Hardy. Um, Dan Hardy, yeah. I was just uh, reading like Ed Hardy. Earlier. What? Yeah. <laughs> what's his I, I should be more like that. Just like, mm-hmm. And he also throws yeah. kicks. You need mm-hmm. to be more like my fellow <laughs> Canadian uh, Ariel Helwani. That's that's what you need to really look up no, to. No, that guy's the, the, the that's the goat. That's the real goat. That's the that's the goat of the uh, MMA journalism game. That's, that's he's the George St. Pierre of MMA journalism. <laughs> <laughs> or is he the Conor McGregor? I don't know. No, don't know. he's the George because we're all Canadian. <laughs> we're clearly superior. <laughs> okay, right, right. We'll let you we'll let you think that. Aren't you you were born in the U.S., Tyler? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real. Let's be real, my dude. All right. Um, yeah, you guys are. I think you guys are both right. I'm gonna I'm gonna build off that. Um, please jump in whenever. I I think he needs to let Connor press the issue early on. Let Connor like feed off the energy from the crowd to to put on the show. I think Connor puts the pressure on himself. Like you watched the Nate Diaz fight. He went on, like, I forgot, it was like Jimmy Fallon. I don't forget what, what late night show, but he went on some show and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to end this with a capoeira kick. Dude, dude actually went out there and threw a ton of capoeira. Like, you're maybe going to land that. You're, you're not going to land that against, like, any, like, decent, like, right. MMA, like MMA fighter. You're definitely not going to land it against Nate Diaz. It was like, no, he wants to put on a show. This is a showman. This is why he's so... That's why we we love him. Like, you don't have to like 
Connor the person, but Connor the fighter is one of the most entertaining people that's, that's ever fun there. Hey, what's up, little man? We got a cameo. Look at this guy. Oh, he's got Legos. It's pretty cool. Hey, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on George St. Pierre, little guy? He's overrated, right? Uses too much Vaseline? Vapor rub? <laughs> um, anyways, I think he needs to let Connor sort of dictate that. Let, let him feed off that energy. Let him tire himself out. You know, I, I think he needs to wait for Connor. See, see if he throws some of those kicks. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Connor does. But if he throws some of those kicks, maybe go for some of those reactive takedowns the way Chad Mendes did. Um, and I think he needs to throw some leg kicks himself. Uh, just as, like, Connor will kind of do a little bit of this up top and start sliding his legs in. It's a good time to, to, to really really check because because Connor doesn't really throw bombs right away. It's not like he goes in boom boom. Um, he'll he'll feel out. And I, he, he might. He, he, I'm saying that and like he could go out and do that. It's, anything could happen in this sport. So it's awesome. But Connor does like to judge that distance first um, and slide his leg in. I think he may may want to go for some leg kicks, but be safe about it. Be safe. I think that's the most important thing. Very conservative. Extremely conservative. Uh, early rounds, possibly punting one, maybe two rounds. I, I think I think you go one and a half rounds and you let Connor fight his game and see what's up um, if you're a Khabib. And I think you have to have the mindset that Connor is going to win this if it goes to decision because he's the striker. If you didn't finish him, that means that there was probably a lot of it, unless you were able to like take him down successfully in the like later rounds and, and really dominate, in which case I think it's going to be a finish anyways. So this goes to decision. I really do think this is Connor's fight. So with that mindset, I think Khabib has to go for a finish at all costs. He needs to go for broke. I think starting that third round, four to five. Um, so we talk about like bull rushing, kind of going like a wild man, throwing some of that stuff. I would start encouraging it. Like see, see where Connor's at. Midway through the third, see where Connor's at. That's when you got you to gotta start hitting it. You got to start, you got to start ch and chaining them together. I'm talking about you go for one takedown. He likes to go for that leg. I, I don't really, you know, you talk about like how you could, how you could change it up. I'd like to see him do that. Like against Iaquinta, he kind of let it and then let it go, and then he went back to reset. I'd like for him to grab that. If Connor's able to get to get out of it, he's going to run backwards. I'd like for him to chase him, run after him, almost like tackle him. I want him to grab him, put his arms on him again. I want him to chain together takedown attempts. We're not just going like one. We're going one, we're going two, we're going three. We're going to get you against the cage. we got to get you to the ground because I have to finish you or I'm going to lose this fight. I think that's the way Khabib has to, has to do it. And it's all the way in or all the way out. There's no hanging in the pocket with Conor McGregor. I want him to be out of a safe distance. They always say like in boxing, if you don't want to get hit, just move backwards, right? There's no slipping. There's no anything from the punches. If I'm back here, you can't hit me. I'm just out of your reach, right? When I'm back or all the way in, all the way in. And I want to be furious once he goes in, like just like, boom, crazy man, maybe a little wild. I think, I think that could work for him, especially if Conor starts tiring out in the later rounds. And secure those, secure those takedowns. And I'm talking, I'm talking like we're not we're not gonna try to strike with Connor. We're not even gonna like do like the no, no slipping and ripping. I, I don't want like that that stuff. Even even if uh, those opportunities become available, I want him to use it to capitalize on closing the distance, getting the hold of Connor versus trying to damage Connor with strikes. Don't give Connor the opportunity to. I just don't think he can hurt him enough, even if he has the opportunity to like really land something on him to stop Connor. And I think if he if he chases that or if he chases a submission, it's gonna be a lot like Chad Mendes. We're gonna see Connor be able to Connor's got a tough chin, man. He's got a tough chin. He's gonna be able to withstand that. Um and because he has the power advantage and because he's a superior counter striker, even when he's tired, he's gonna be extremely dangerous. So none of that.
None of that. Extremely conservative and starting that third round, go for broke, chaining together takedowns, take it down, and you got it. I think he has to have the mindset. This goes to decision. I'm going to lose. And, and, you know, don't overcommit. And the no risky submissions, keep beating down Connor. Hope that he tires down four or five. I think Connor will look differently if he's able to get a takedown in the second and put it in his mind and then the third, um, maybe start running his game a little bit. So, any, I don't know if you guys have any. Makes anything. sense. You know, one sense. of my favorite fights ever was um, Forrest George and Pierre Rampage. Fight. No, actually, no. <laughs> Smart ass. No, it was Forrest and Rampage. And it was, uh, when would that have been? Like, oh, oh nine-ish, I think. Uh, when Forrest, like, broke Rampage's leg, basically. And he had a he had a grapefruit right underneath his kneecap. Yeah. And the whole, it was leg kicks. Inside, outside, it was just leg kicks all night long against Rampage's lead leg. Because he knew if Rampage closed the distance quick enough, he was just going to, beat Forrest's head in and that was lights out right Forrest knew that like he there was no way around it right if Rampage got inside I'm dead basically and so all night long it was leg kicks to the lead leg and they weren't like I don't know if you can rate them or whatever they weren't like the most intense leg kicks you're ever going to see in a fight but they were constant and they were consistent and by the third, Rampage was already having trouble with it, and I think going into the fifth, he could barely stand on it. He took a leg kick late in the fight, and it just completely collapsed him, right? Like, I don't know if that's the answer for McGregor, but you, you would hope to see that uh, Khabib finds something that becomes that kind of go-to for this, right? Like, I don't know if it's just even a faint jab or something, something that just throws McGregor off of his own timing and pacing so much that as the fight goes on, you can just tell that Khabib is going to keep taking more and more of the momentum and more and more of the fight his way just by something simple. I don't know what it is. I'm not that smart. But, like, right. hopefully he's got guys around him. <laughs> hopefully he's got guys around him that can figure something like that out, right? Because that's going to be his meal ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh... He'll have to see something, and I, the, the faint jab is actually, you know, he likes using that draw out that he he against another guy he would actually like to draw out that straight from from Connor. It's just a little risky business, you know. It's like playing with dynamite, but that is how he uh, likes to, to to set up set up his uh his takedowns, and um, we'll see. I don't I don't know what we'll see from Connor. Connor's so good. Connor could be conservative himself. So I mean, we'll we'll see. I. I would imagine if Khabib is able to have any success in either rounds one, two, or three, that we'll see Connor start headhunting. And I think that actually opened things up for Khabib a bit. Um, I want to, if he, if he is fighting, we're talking about like all the way in, all the way out, I would like to also see him really sit down on his punches, maybe go low, uh, go for the body, react, and then drive into the body, uh, depending on how Connor deals with it. You know, right. I, uh, I mean, David, you brought this up earlier. It's like Khabib, one of his strengths is strength strength <laughs> apparently has like legendary strength Cormier was talking about like they wrestle with him and they're like holy crap this guy like i mean we saw him move rockhold around the guy's strong enough to move middleweights around so he's he'll want to use use that i don't know but just like from watching video connor's gonna have the speed advantage in this one you know it's power power versus speed and that not like power like power in the hands but i'm like strength grip mm -hmm. strength getting getting someone on you and 
you know, they, they stood next to each other. I don't know who's going to be the bigger man um, on fight night. I don't think Khabib is ever, like, really that big of a, a guy anyways. Um, but I think when you have superior grapplers, they make they come off like bigger guys once they right. get a hold of it. Right. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Connor. Let's talk about let's talk about McGregor real quick. McGregor fans have tuned this out already. They're like, "All oh, this for Khabib? Khabib sucks." Shut it down. This, Shut it down. You watch. This is gonna be this like Connor's gonna like knock out Khabib in the first like ten seconds or something, and then they're gonna be like, "You spent all that time talking about it, it got destroyed, idiots." He's, he's gonna pull the auto on him. <laughs> idiots. Um, all right, let's talk about. Con- Let's start with his weaknesses. We know how, how great he is. We'll, we'll talk about some of his strengths. Um, start with his weakness. I feel like each time he fights, people, fans come out and they bring up some perceived weakness, right? It's ground game or, or, or something like that. And he proceeds right. to crush his enemies, see them driven before him, and of course, hear the lamentations, the lamentations of the, the women. women. For reals, though, um, it's got to be his cardio, right? Like, like if there's, there's a hole in this yeah. game. Yeah, it really is. And it's something I mentioned earlier, you know, with one of Khabib's strengths being his strength and his own athleticism and cardio. Um, yeah, Connor, he has, you know, a good two rounds in him. After that, it's pretty suspect. Uh, and you pair that, um, you know, lack of, you know, good cardio with the just draining style of fighting Khabib. I mean, Khabib makes you work. And that's a that's a bad combination for Connor right there, right? Um, you know it. When you talk about his cardio, it was even it's hard. It was hard for us to tell early on that that was a weakness because he was just finishing guys Not in the first round. round. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. Things do get dicey when when they get dragged out. Uh, Diaz was able to submit a tired Connor, and was able to turn a one-sided affair around in the championship rounds against them. But, I mean, if you watch that fight, you watch the first two rounds. We we were watching it with a, a friend of ours, um, Sean, and he he was basically like, "Call it, like call the fight. This is like inhumane. He's just destroying Nate." Rounds four and five, Nate came back on strong, and I don't know if like I mean that's the resiliency of a Nate Diaz. He's kind of a zombie like that, but also like Connor slowed down significantly. Those first few rounds, he was sharp. Leg kicks, sharp combos, in and out. Like, he was tagging Nate, putting him on the ground, and, like, Nate just wasn't doing much back. He couldn't get him back. So And uh, it's it's a bad sample size to look at the Mayweather fight, but it, it was his main problem in the Mayweather fight. I mean, other than not being that good at boxing. But, like, <laughs> other than Mayweather being way better than him at that yeah. sport. <laughs> but, like, clearly Mayweather knew that, like, I just got to let this guy just kill himself, right? Like, you know, I'm just here to make the money. And yeah. why do anything to hurt myself? I know this guy's going to gas, right? right. Yeah, he was able to uh, like like Nate. He was able to to weather Connor uh, to the point of exhaustion, and and then the the ref called it. With Nate, once he gets Connor there, he's still gonna need to like kind of beat Connor up and 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 do something to. He was able to to get Connor against the cage, but you you gotta finish him there, right? Especially if he's won early on. Like if it if that if Khabib and Connor plays out like Connor and Nate did, then that means that Khabib lost quite a bit in those first few rounds i think there's a difference though because if khabib employs his game he's going to be you know taking it to the ground it would look a lot different and nate wasn't quite able to do that but 
Well, look at some of the things that, that Connor does, and, and then we talk about those perceived weaknesses. This is the ground game. You know, how lopsided will it look? Well, we don't know. Probably very lopsided, considering how good Khabib is. This is not to say that Connor hasn't had some success against high-level grapplers. He was able to reverse a black belt in Nate Diaz when Nate took him down. And against Chad Mendes, he did a good job of controlling Chad and his guard. Like, he was getting beat up. There wasn't, like, high output. I mean, I think at one point he was actually calling for the ref to stand him back up because he was saying, like, Chad's not doing anything. Now, Chad was having some success, um, and I think the ref made the right decision to let them keep going on the ground and then and then Chad foolishly went for the submission and, and lost the subsequently lost the fight. But Connor was doing a decent job of of stopping him. I think Khabib is is a whole different animal uh, with his ground and pound. He's just he's next gen, but I don't know. I think when you're in those situations for Connor, you're waiting for a reset, you know? Like if Khabib gets it to the ground, you're just like, "All right, it's just minimize the damage that Khabib can throw, survive." And then you know what? The next round, we don't start here. You don't start on top and me against the cage or on the ground. We, we start back up where I, I have the advantage again. So I think um, for Connor, that's, that's got to be it's got to be the mindset, too. I, I don't know quite how Connor should approach this fight. I, I go back and forth on it. I think that he needs to. I think it's two things. I think he needs to go for an early finish. He needs, oh, yeah. to, he needs to go in there, see what Khabib throws at him, how Khabib wants to go. If Khabib is sloppy, does bull rush him early, let's try to finish him. Let's try. To, I don't want. I don't want Khabib on me. I don't want to have to deal with that at all at any point. Let's finish him early. I think if if he's throwing his stuff, and, and only Connor can judge it, if he's throwing his stuff, and Khabib's able to take some of it, and it's like, all right, well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to throw. We're gonna have to. Like he talked about Nate Diaz, it can't just be one punch. We're going to have to throw a couple of these and cut down this tree, and it's more like that than I think. Then Connor too, can think the way Khabib does in that if this goes to decision, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. So I think he needs to also change it up. And, and uh, it's like a weird I'm, – I'm basically, I'm basically not advocating, but I'm saying that the smart game plan for these guys to actually be really conservative. So I'm actually like the way these guys will win would maybe look a little boring. <laughs> but I think Connor too needs to be a little conservative. Maybe some fireworks at the early, early in the fight. But I think try to steal. Try to steal like rounds one. No, not like win round one. I think Connor should win round one unless Khabib is able to land a takedown, in which case it's like, oh, shit. Right, um, yeah. Once that happens, it's so scary. So we go to round two, I think. Then you start going, all right, we don't, we don't want to blow our load. We don't want to go. As he, as he put it, he, he actually said it after the Mayweather um, fight at the, post, at the press conference. And he was like, I get a little wonky. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I get wonky when it gets in a late rounds. My, my, my legs feel a little wonky. I get a little wonky. And then, like, I catch my second wind. Right. Well, he, he, showed, he showed that in Diaz fight too. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I know Diaz, you know, had the stronger of the, the fourth and the fifth, but McGregor did show some real um, uh, resolve there at the end of the fight. I mean, you know, basically saved it for himself. Or is that just when the whiskey kicks in? Is that <laughs> all it 12. is? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's uh, maybe could that's be. could be maybe that's yeah. what it is. It gets a little, gets a little wonky. The problem here is. If, like he gets a little wonky, he starts like going like this. 
like Mayweather was able to capitalize on it. And Nate tried, but the the thing is, you, if you're kind of a little tired yourself, you just kind of move forward. Your again, your momentum will press you against the other guy. It, the most likely scenario is you probably will clinch up against the cage. Not again, not a scenario that Connor wants. It's just like a completely different energy system. And even if Khabib is as tired as Connor is at that point, he isn't. He will never be as tired from a grappling standpoint uh, as right. Connor is. And Connor's got to be mindful of that. So we'll we'll see. We we saw him literally run against Nate. I wouldn't be surprised if we got to rounds three. And I'm not joking. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Kind of yeah, like I Al agree. did when when he's like rips his leg out. You spin, rip your leg out away from Khabib, and then you run. Just okay. run. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Gets the other let, side of the let, cage as fast as possible. You know, like, so, so I'm like I'm like he, he needs to. So basically, I'm telling Connor needs to like take a page out of American football. You know, stiff arm, spin move. Get to the other side. You just need to like buy time. No, I'm just kidding. That's like that would probably burn a lot of energy. But I think yeah. he's got to be smart too. And then maybe you could start. It depends. Like if he's like losing, I just don't know. It's just weird for me to see Connor ever really down on the card, and not be nearly finished. Yeah. I think I think if yeah. Connor is losing the fight, the fight is probably almost over. Yeah, that's the that's the way I see it. And but I do see a fight where Connor can go the distance. So I think Connor wins either by a, a, a flash KO early on in the fight, or he's just able to survive anything that Khabib throws him. It's a little bit like um, like a reverse Yo Romero. Like Yo Romero was like had the power, but a, a, like a grappler version of that against um, uh, Whitaker. Or else like Whitaker was tagging him, tagging him, tagging him, and then like all of a sudden I was like, oh crap! <laughs> I still gotta deal with this monster. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like that. Um, and uh, you know, we we've you seen... think McGregor could survive five rounds? We'll see. We'll see. I think. Um... See, we, <sighs> we talk about his cardio, right? And like yeah. the biggest, the I think some of the biggest factors here, are like the obvious ones, right? Like he's been away from the UFC for two years. His cardio during that time really didn't improve, and we know that because there was a boxing match where we could see that it didn't really improve, right? So, and you're coming back into potentially 25 minutes in the octagon against a guy who would love for it to go 25 minutes, right? right. So, I don't know, man. Like, you know, and I know you said it, and so I don't want to harp on it, but like, this thing goes past three. I don't see McGregor pulling it out in four and five. I don't see him getting the finish. Like, I could see him surviving. Yeah, but a surviving winning? Surviving when you're the challenger, yeah, I think so. I think if you're Connor, I think I think if it's close, I think so. If it does, if it does enough in the first three, I can see that. But I also kind of agree with Tyler here in the fact that I do have a hard time seeing seeing it go five, um, and those last two rounds just not being utter domination by Khabib. I could be totally wrong. It's just, you know, based on the cardio and based on, you know, the, you know, what we've seen previously. Um, I don't know. Oh, it, it does kind of sound like we're hitting on Connor at the moment, but. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's, that's not what I mean. But, like, I mean, I think we all kind of agree that, like, if it's an early stop, it's probably going to be a Connor win. Yeah. If it yeah. goes late, it's going to be Khabib. I mean, that just seems like that's the way this fight's going to trend. I mean, unless you see it differently, Viet, do you really think that. 
McGregor could. I mean, I, fourth round maybe, but like fifth round, do you think McGregor pulls it out and wins? No, I'm saying like in that's some sort of stoppage in fifth. No, I'm saying like that's that's like the one scenario I think won't happen. I'm saying he wins early or he wins by decision. And I, I think what happens is you 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 change tactics. If you go for you go you gun for the finish. I think if you're Connor, you gun for the finish. Um, first round maybe maybe one and a half, and then like maybe you pull back a little bit, and then you start going into survival mode, going mm-hmm. rounds three and four, really save up on those energy systems and just running. Like take take a page out of Al. Like you, you know you know the way you, you've seen enough tape. You know the way that Khabib is not gonna go after his takedowns. You know, drastically different. Like. Like you brought up Tyler, like these athletes, they're conditioned. They're, they kind of operate on an instinctive level. You, you can, without trying to counter or do anything, just run. Like this is a high-level athlete um, that is one of the best martial artists on the planet. He can just survive. I, I really believe that. And I think that his energy systems will benefit from it too. Like he won't be as tired like not having a gun. I think it's just, it's just survival mode. And it, it will be running. I think it's just running. I think you go you go hard one one and a half, so and I think you 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 in your mind think that you're up two, and then you kind of let three and four be a little sloppy, and then uh, you you gun for it again in the fifth, and uh, you know you, you hope Khabib doesn't isn't able to land that takedown late and then just kind of like wins wins a decision like that. But I think if, if it goes like that, and Connor's able to land some shots along the way, it's just gonna look like to the judge that that Connor. Connor edged that one out. Um, I, I just don't see how Khabib doesn't finish him. Like, I just don't see how Khabib doesn't finish him. Like, I don't see how it went to decision and it was, like, close like that. I think if it went to decision, it means Connor just kind of, like, ran a lot, was able to hit some shots and then go. You know what I mean? Like, I you're think... Right. Actually, I, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, like, I just, it, I just it, don't see it back and forth. Right, yeah, it, right. If it, if it goes five, um, I mean, sorry. You're right, yeah. If, if Khabib wins, that's right. It's because he dominated so much that, yeah, there, there probably was a finish in there. Yeah, I, I see that. I see, I see that now. Yeah, I, I do not, like, and to your point, Tyler, I just don't see Connor being taken down in the fourth, surviving it, and coming back in the fifth and doing, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, like, if that happened, he's, he's, being, he's either finished in the fourth or he comes out in the fifth, Khabib takes him back down and finishes him then. And, I mean, like, if, if he, like, if Khabib wins by decision, we're going to be, we're, we will see a rearranged face. Like, I think, like, it'll be like Connor got destroyed because it's, Khabib's not going to be winning the standup, which means that he employed his right. game, which means that for three rounds, Connor, Connor was taking punches. So, um, yeah. I, I, I just Khabib's going to eat him on the ground. He, Connor's going to get shots man. in. Barbecue chicken. So. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. So, yeah. Yeah. That being said, again, the fight at, at the beginning of each round, it's a stand-up. You get a minute in between each round to kind of, like, get your wits about you. And I, I think if Connor is safe and he hasn't really if – just, if he just plays that running game and, and doesn't really allow like, – like Al did. Al, Al was like – and I think Connor can do exactly what Al did, um, but be able to steal rounds one and five. And I right. think that if he did what Al did in the middle – um, he, he should be able to, to pull out that, that decision. Um, and Connor can get in and out quick. He shows it off every fight in the yep. octagon. Yep. He, he can move. It, no it, 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 it's all that, that you know, pool noodle workouts you do, man. It's good. It's going it's to pay off that, on that, Saturday. That, that, touch, that touch button to park. <laughs> He's actually uh, been 
loading cases of proper 12 from the factory onto the trucks. Hey, man, that's, so not, that's, that's, not, that's not easy work. That's not easy work. Um, yeah, from, from Connor's perspective as well, you got to see where, uh, where Khabib's at. Um, with what, he's, what he does, and you, you can read from that too. Maybe pepper in some some leg kicks, take something out of take something out of Khabib. Really, are we going to see a capybara kick from Connor? Better not. He will get taken down in <laughs> second. Yeah, yeah will, this is not that. Get, and that'll be the end. That'll that would be, be the, the end. single dumbest thing. You've that'll ever be the done. end because that. Yeah. I mean, just the way from his momentum up, Khabib like times that. That means that he has his back. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, especially early on. Good luck, fresh Khabib, like holding on to you, and you're not sweaty. I mean, like maybe maybe he has the maybe the Vaseline first strike, first strike. Vaseline like oh, rubs like, off on Khabib yeah, onto Connor, and then like it like backfires, and he's like, "Dang it! I should have listened to Tyler and, and copied George St. Pierre." <laughs> he's he's got the so George has the the Superman punch, but um, Khabib he's got the the Eagle punch. He's got the Eagle punch. You want to you want to you want to break down the Eagle punch for us, Nate? <laughs> Is that the what he calls in like an airstrike in or something like? Hey, if, if he throws an eagle punch, uh, are we going to say eagle has landed? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's going to race the Twitters. It's going to race the Twitters, man. <laughs> Ouch. It's good. It's good. Um, we'll see it. I'm, I'm going to call it. We'll see it. We'll see it happen. We'll see it happen at some point. And it's a bad, it's a bad punch to throw against Connor. That's going to be how he gets finished. <laughs> yeah, because there's no defending after that punch. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't defend against the punch. You can't see it. That's the thing. Like it's such a it's such a bad punch to throw that no one no one anticipates it. No one expects it. It was like, wait, he's not actually did it, is he? What he did? <laughs> he's done it. He's done it multiple times. Yeah, I know. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. not against Connor. Not against Connor. Not against Connor. All right, so let's start. Let's start wrapping it up. Let's uh, let's do prediction time. Let's see how this. Right. How do you think this fight is going to play out, Tyler? I'm going to start with you. McGregor KO second. Mm. Nice, Dave. I, I don't know why. That's that's where I'm at. Oh man, this one is really, really, really tough. But I'm going with Tyler here. But I'm gonna say, man, I want to say first. Yeah, why not? Connor KO in the first. Nice. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Khabib. But I, the thing about McGregor and the reason why you you'd like his chances um at any time is just the the X factor, right? He's got the he's got the power at, at any Left moment. Hand. He's got the confidence in knowing that even when he's losing, like against Chad Mendez, where he was just basically on the ground for an entire round, um eating elbows, gets up, finishes it. I Last mean, ten seconds of the round. Yeah, the, the, pop, 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 pop. he just has <laughs> he has so much confidence in his abilities, and if you want to read a lot into to body language, you know, Khabib was the aggressor at that press conference. He was aggressive in the stand when when they did the face off, and you know, Khabib like looked very like lethargic, like he was, you know, like he was being bullied, and he didn't want he didn't like it. Maybe that turns into energy, turns into aggression, turns into something positive that he can use against Connor. Maybe he goes in there and is shell shocked, like a lot of Connor's 
opponents do. And he's like, holy crap, he does hit hard. And he's really hard to, like, get a hold of. And holy, like, I, I got to keep keep going in, keep going in, eating the shot each time. Right. It's, uh, you know, pain's a good deterrent. And Con- Connor uh, is a good is good at bringing the pain. I just think it's, um, you know how we talk about, like, sometimes when you have, like, a fighter that's just, like, has, like, flamethrowers in his hands and he's like he's he's gonna land one at some point i think i feel like that about khabib it's five rounds this guy has the record for like the most takedowns in in a single fight he's gonna keep chaining them together and at some point he's gonna be able to get connor on the ground and i just think it's just weird it's one of those weird scenarios where i just don't really see khabib having any success unless he has all the success I said, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes sense because as soon as he's on top, it's kind yeah. of over. Yeah. Um, but Connor does have, um, you know, basically a twelve-step game plan to to dominate Khabib in the first round. I mean, you could say it's a you know proper yeah. twelve steps. But proper. I've been waiting for that one. the sponsorship coming in? <laughs> that was too good. So, hey, did you get us a bottle, by the way? Uh, I don't think it's available here yet. In our area, unfortunately. Yeah, it's tough. But I'll take I'll take it's a look. For the someone weekend. someone linked someone linked it to me on on Twitter, but like yeah, you gotta pay ridiculous shipping fees and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like for a thirty dollar bottle. It's pay, you, pay you, ads. you can get it shipped to I think I think DC you can get have liquor shipped in, but it's one of the few states you can get it shipped over anyway. Whatever. Right. Right. It's a lot yeah. to say that Khabib is one of the few fighters I think who wouldn't be as rattled by all the externals that Connor brings, all the, the the press conference antics and whatever's going to happen this week if they do another presser and they bring the fans in, right? Like, Connor can elicit things from people, and not a lot of other fighters in the UFC can do it. And that adds a different layer to this fight. But we've seen a lot of Russian fighters just not give a damn about that kind of stuff. So I don't think it's going to be a major factor, but I think there's just enough of it that'll be in his head i don't think it's gonna tip the fight but i think just that little bit can can have a factor there yeah and i think if i was just money balling it because i i see i see two scenarios where where connor could win it i would i would maybe be if i were just like completely like whatever i'm a betting guy i'm like david <laughs> do that, that dfs do the fight betting the and all that stuff. yeah i would uh might throw some money on on Connor, especially since he's the underdog in this fight. Yep. But I, I think it's tough, man. I think it would be tough. I think it would be tough. But I, I think Al, in many ways, kind of gave the perfect blueprint for Connor because Connor can do what Al did and run, but be able to get enough offense off to steal a couple rounds. Like Al was just kind of just pure survival, no attack. I think Connor can be like ninety percent survival, ten percent attack, and still like win a round, steal a round or two. So we'll see. I keep saying this. I might be talking myself into McGregor, but I'm, I'm gonna stick with what I said. Khabib, Khabib, y'all can at me, McGregor fans. Right. I'm wearing a McGregor shirt. I would have gone. It's really because the two of you guys went Connor. So I'd, uh, I know. I well, I'll, I'll, honestly, if I was the third one to pick, I would have 
if y'all pick the same thing, I would have gone the other way too. I was fully intending to wind up going with Khabib at this point, actually. Yeah, it's it's one of those fights where it it, it can so clearly go either way. This is Um, this is what we call hedging. This is what we call hedging your bets, gentlemen. (laughs) I actually think that both scenarios can happen in MMA. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. They're they're alternate realities. Both fighters. Yeah, how, how do you how do you profit from that, David? How, how do you bet on how do you bet on both guys and make money? You know, uh, it, it depends on depends on the line, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's possible. It depends it's on your possible. bookie, your line of credit, and who your friends are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, if you put if you put the right amount on both fighters, then yeah, you can you can definitely come out at least even. So, but who wants that? Yeah, that's called fun. degenerate. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the, the whole point of betting on this stuff is so there's like this extra, you know, added rooting interest. But right. I digress. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that about wraps it up. Man, smooth, smooth hour thirty, just nice. for these two fighters. I mean, they, we just this is a big fight, the crown for the greatest lightweight of all time. Please don't let this be for not and have Khabib miss weight. Please, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen now. Thanks. Thanks, but then, but th- Thanks. but then we're going to get Connor versus Tony, which would be awesome as well. All right, let's break that. Let's break that. Not as awesome break. as it could be, though. Yeah. Not as awesome as it could be. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, guys. I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on and and doing this uh, again. You guys Likewise. need to you need to follow uh, my man David here. He he does hook you up with legit legit betting DFS all that stuff. He's probably going to be doing one for this card. I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm assuming you I will. will. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Uh, so uh, check him out at David L. Bridges. You should change it to David B.C. Bridges, but whatever. We'll let him, <laughs> let him keep his middle name, Lee. Whatever. He It's because of Bruce Lee. He was such a fan of Bruce Obviously. Lee. That's why. Yeah. yeah. That's why. And then uh, Tyler. You could give him a, a follow, too. It's kind of all over the place, though. Some, some paintball, some hockey, Canadian trivia, George St. Pierre related facts <laughs> uh, and then and also like uh mma mma stuff uh he's a uh, you can get him at uh voodoo renegade or renegade voodoo? renegade renegade voodoo is there an underscore there nope okay just renegade voodoo one word i'm gonna i'm gonna put it right now you guys are gonna be looking at it and you're gonna see right underneath tyler and you're, see his, you know, and you're gonna see under david at david bc bridges that's not actually his twitter <laughs> handle but Follow these guys. Great follows. Great follows. I follow them. You can also follow me at FaceToFax22, but I wouldn't. That's overrated. Overrated. Oh, and metal retweets. I retweet metal bands and stuff. I mean, all the more reason, see, guys. See, all, everything. I, this, guy's a, this guy's a complete package. It's one-stop entertainment shopping right there. Oh, also, I, I forgot. I forgot. You, you wanted to bring it up. What are your uh, your uh, early thoughts for uh, Venom, the movie, Tyler? What do you think? How are you gonna do uh, it? I think if, if they brought in anyone but Tom Hardy, that movie would probably suck. Yeah, Tom Hardy's like but sense. Tom Hardy is yeah. one hell of an actor. I will watch anything so, he's in, probably. What if they did like yeah. a crossover DC Marvel and like Bane gets the symbiote? He's already like jacked. He's gonna be like super jacked. I don't and, think uh, they're not. It's Marvel, but they're not. They're not tying it in. It's not part of the cinematic universe or anything. Well, because they don't take over the rights till next year. So will he uh, eventually really? be part of it? The well, the running theory right now it's PG thirteen because they could tie it into the rest of what will become Phase Four of the MCU. Hmm. So that makes there's sense. a potential for crossover. I was very curious why it was an R. I kind of expected it to be an R movie, but yeah, a lot that, of people that makes did. Sense. That makes but sense. But because they want to leave the door open to like bring them all together later, 
yeah. they they went with PG thirteen. So basically, Venom's going to come in and kick Thanos butt, huh? Right. Yeah, I don't that's see gonna, that. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. Man, I don't want to see freaking Tom Hardy beat up on Tom Holland. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> There's a definite size advantage. That, that, that would be like B versus Barboza all over again. Right. It'd be a mauling. It'd be a mauling. Yeah. Take, him, take him to the ground. You know, because like Spider Man yeah, wants to be there. Yeah, he's got Iron Spider, you know. Yeah, might help. I know. A bit. He gets the symbiote. They played that in Infinity War so bad. Why? It's like what? every two seconds he had metal arms flying out of his back. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely overplayed. Hmm. Eh, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to. Uh, we'll see what happens after the next Infinity Wars, because that, you know, if you guys have watched it. Though I'm sorry, but like when you're a couple, when you're like this far out, it's like screw spoiler alerts, man. By the way, <laughs> it's, everyone dies. It's, it's on video now, like you know, yeah. Yeah, once, I think is that, that is that the rule? Once it's on video. I, like, I think so. I think so. You had your chance. It's like you had your chance. Any months. You had yeah. your chance to go watch it in theaters. You had your chance to go watch it. I don't know if it's on Netflix yet, but but it won't be for long. It won't be for long because like a lot of Marvel movies are on Netflix right now, but they're gonna take them all off because of that mm-hmm. Disney streaming service. Stupid. <laughs> Everything's streaming. Everyone has their own streaming. Yeah, no, no. Everything streaming is Revenue great. Streams. But yeah, no, no, but the fact the fact that everyone has their own streaming platform. Yeah, yeah. waters down the the content. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyways, guys. So, those are our thoughts on Venom, and also our thoughts on the main event at UFC 229. You guys are going to want to be tuned in this Saturday, the 7th, 6th? 6th. 6th. Yes. October 6th. You guys want to tune in UFC 229. This should be awesome. It should be an awesome fight. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it might not be. But uh, just the excitement, there, there's, there's very few fights that, like, get you, get fight fans this excited. So, enjoy it. Enjoy This is a fight week. Enjoy it. Like, it's, it's rare, man. Like I don't, I don't get like I said like this for every card. I'm super excited for this. Connor does that, so it's uh, it's great. And again, um, I want to thank you guys for doing this with me. And until next time, we are the Bros Bros. You know. Woo! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest like entertainment weekends of the year. Because not only do we have UFC 229, but we got the Fight of Concords reunion special. On Wait, HBO. really? Yeah. For reals? Yeah, and like they 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 had new songs. Like they're, I think you they're gonna release new album. David's worldview for a moment there. 